When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After. KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Play the guitar loud. You don't have to practice. Just play something and I'll scream. I found it on YouTube. I think it was either on The Voice or America's Got Talent, something like that. And they were just enamored with her. And now she's got her own YouTube channel and came out with a new album. And I sent it to, uh, I asked Donnie Fandango to listen yesterday because he plays like New Music Sunday. And I said, just what genre do you think this is? I can't tell. So hopefully you listen to it. But I dig this chick. You dig this chick. Yeah, boys. Welcome back. You're like 20 years old. To the morning after. Sent to you by Brown and Crouppen. Most people on YouTube can't hear No, I can't. They can look it up. For sure. Courtney Hadwin, Monsters. Courtney Hadwin, Monsters. Welcome back to the morning after presented by... Brown and Crouppen. We are live from the Michelob Ultra Studios. And on the camera, on the YouTube feed, once again, we are happy to welcome back Lisa Ann. Lisa Ann. Whoa, oh, there she is. Hello. How are you? Sorry, Tim is out today. I probably should have mentioned that in our text. He is out <laughs> sick today. So you get the uh, JV squad. Well, let's wish Tim uh, get well vibes yes. for sure. And I like the JV squad. I see you're sitting in the captain's chair, Jackson. That's right. Yeah, look at I me. I was like, all right. All right, uh, Tim's either on vacation, but sad to know he's sick. Get well soon. Uh, this is not the JVB squad. You guys are great. Well, thank you, Lisa. We really appreciate that. How was the uh, the Exotica? Was that in D.C., right? D.C., and now I get to be on a travel break for the next two months. Oh, I get to be, be nice. still. I flew over 240,000 miles this year. Jeez. So uh, I'm thrilled to be home for a while. Huh. So you get a lot of frequent flyer mileage perks out of all that? I sure do. Uh, Doug, my new travel experience with American Airlines is is next level because I've reached this level where you walk in the airport, you go through these sliding doors into this really comfy room where instead of checking in at a counter, there's there's people working at a desk. You sit down on the couch, you have a coffee, they take your bag right there, they walk you through security. Like, it's amazing. Huh. Well, I don't get any of those perks. 
but then, you know, well, you I'm just part though. of the JV. I guess yeah. that, that trip yeah. to Australia really did a, uh, a number on those miles mm -hmm. when you talk about. Yeah. I mean. That, you're right. That really did some fast math. That Ooh. was uh, a great addition. Right. But you didn't fly to D.C., right? You drove, you said, last drove. week? Yep, road trip. We drove. Yeah, yeah. And now, now, just New York for the next two months, just Manhattan. Just New York, and maybe I'll take the train. You know, like we normally would take the train into DC, uh, but we decided to drive so I could do my calls because you never know what the service is going to be like on the train. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I might do a couple trips by train, Philly, DC, here and there. But mostly, like New York is so fun at Christmas. Yeah. There's so much to do here. Yeah. All my People come in and visit, so it's like I have people coming to me, so I still get to be really social without having to pack a suitcase. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, yeah, that Christmas in Manhattan, it is. I've seen it a couple times, and it is really cool. It is. Uh, it's spectacular. It's like the movies. It's straight out of Home Alone 2, Doug. Is it? Can you ride the subway there, or would that be taking your life in your hands? <laughs> that would be taking your life in your own hands. You would mm -hmm. not want to do that. Oh. Yeah. There's, a, there's an odor, too, but uh, that's worse in the summer. Yeah. It tends, it, to be, it tends to be, yeah, well, you know. It festers more. <laughs> New York's entire smell in the summer can get a little bit ripe, depending on what uh, neighborhood you're in. Yeah. A lot of hot, Very true. literal hot garbage, not unlike the Thursday Night Football matchup we saw uh, yesterday with the Patriots and the Steelers. Was the total on that 30, Lisanne? Do you know if the total yeah. was 30? The total Jesus. was 30. I mean, the total was hit before the first half. Yeah. And, you know, Patriots have not put up this many points in their last five games combined. These are two great defenses, which right. was which made us all think, hey, these low-scoring games are going to continue. You've got two great defenses here. I was shocked uh, that Pittsburgh was not more prepared. But then again, it was Bailey Zappi, and that might have been where the missing link was. Uh, Zappi looked great until he took that hit right before the first half ended, and you saw them kind of zoom in on, on his elbow was bleeding. Uh, so it was like, okay, now he's just going to toss it off, toss it off. But Ezekiel Elliott getting the full opportunity with no Ramondre Stevenson was such a difference maker. Zeke getting a touchdown within the first couple of minutes of the game. You know, anybody that played him in fantasy was thrilled. I did. And anybody who had been waiting, I did too. I did too. Yep, yep. It was more of a needed necessity because uh, everyone's on uh, my team is hurt. But still, you know, happy for the St. Louis and to get out there and score last night. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Send in your two-part questions for the great Lisa Ann Fantasy Football Fridays. We're going to kick it off with Aaron and the Chuck, who Doug has nipple rings. So I feel like oh, it's he does. she, she, oh. she, uh, Aaron and the Chuck has nipple rings. So I feel it's great that she gets to kick off the conversation. Okay. Lisa, I'm back with another quarterback conundrum. If I win this week, I secure a bye next week. I'm in second, but my hubby is in first. Would you start Josh Allen or Brock Purdy? Man, I mean, that's that's a question you never thought that we'd be asking right, right. at this part of the season, right? Josh Allen, you never thought this would be the conversation. But, I mean, Brock Purdy is just playing so well going against Seattle, which has kind of had a bit of an uptick. I, I think I'm going to play Brock Purdy. I don't know if I want to play Josh Allen up against Kansas City. This is a matchup where Patrick Mahomes is not going to want to lose again. Kansas City has been not playing that well, but their defense has been playing incredibly well. And I think they'll be ready to pick off uh, Josh Allen all day long. So I'm going to go with Brock Purdy there. Mm. Yeah, I see Brock Purdy as the odds-on favorite to win the MVP. We want to talk about things we never thought yeah. we'd see. But hey, at least we had an interesting conversation last week when uh, Colin Cowherd 
was comparing quarterbacks at the press conferences. He said C.J. Stroud. No, was Jalen Hurts. Kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jalen Hurts was kind of buttoned down, all professional, looked great in his, uh, in his suit, uh, serious questions only, please, type of quarterback. And then uh, Purdy came on with his hat backwards, looking like a frat boy <laughs> and like everybody's best friend. And he says he wants a quarterback who's serious. He doesn't want uh, a goofball as a quarterback. What are your thoughts on that? Colin Coward has turned into such a stay off my lawn broadcaster. Like I cannot listen to him for 30 seconds. By chance he comes on my television, I rush to change the channel. Why are we judging people when we're living in this state of anti-bullying and mental health awareness? Brock Purdy is dressing to the budget that he has. Brock Purdy is making what? Less than $200,000 a year, which I noticed some people, they'll say, oh, that's still great money. It's really not. It's a 50% luxury tax in the NFL. So he's now down to 100. After you take that 100 and you divide his agents, his lawyers, that's 15% more. The kid's making like 80 grand and he's living with four roommates. So it's very fitting that he would look like a frat boy because he is still in the NFL being forced to live like a frat boy. He was not given the same opportunity to lead a team like Jalen Hurts has. He was handed by, by happenstance. So Colin Coward can just say these wild things because it gets him clickbait. And that's really the only thing resuscitating his career at this point because there's no young, the new generation is watching like myself, Pat McAfee, right? We have other hosts that we're watching. I like Greeny. Some people really like first take. But at this point, are we really defining quarterbacks by what they wear into a presser? Because if so, we've got bigger problems when it comes to judgments, bullying, and not realizing that Brock Purdy is just dressing to the budget that he's actually living. Mm. Stephen A. Smith, you like him, some of his hot takes? Nah, not really. Yeah, I'm more of a greenie. He's so smooth. He's mild-mannered. He doesn't need to break anybody down. He can have a conversation about refs without saying something awful. He can say, look, they're doing the best they can, but let's talk about these calls. Like, he finds a way to make it not clickbaitable. How about you, Doug? I mean, how do you feel about all these broadcasters now that say – absolutely horrible things about players as if they're not human beings with feelings. Yeah, I don't like that. I kind of take it for what it is, that it's just entertainment, and it's, it's guys just trying to be entertaining and saying whatever and, and probably don't realize that it can have an effect on people who might be watching or family members who might be watching that. I think it's just a bunch of knuckleheads like the five of us just sitting around Whoa. spitballing. Yeah. As often as not. We're big Dan Orlovsky yep. guys around here, Lisa Ann. He's Man, really he's I, our he's our take I, Smith of the Year. You love Orlovsky. Uh and he comes on McAfee regularly. He's always with Greeny. Yeah. Uh Orlovsky is fantastic. I agree with you. Although he has some very strange food things. We know after listening to them yeah. talk to Orlovsky for a long time, you do not ask his food takes. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Uh, should I drop Christian Kirk from any roster? Also, my wife enjoys squirting on my face oh. slash seat and has been eating full plates of asparagus daily. How do I tell her that her sauce is too ripe? That's from Hot Carl. Yeah. And that was a lesson in reading the text before you say it on air. Yeah, that was a lesson in reading the text. I mean, you may, I, I don't know who your other options are, but I can understand wanting to drop Christian Kirk, but I would wait. I wouldn't make a knee-jerk decision. Trevor Lawrence has never missed a game his entire NFL career, and he's already out there at practice trying to power through. So I would give that time to really play itself out. You're not in a hurry unless you really need to fill that spot. We only have 
two teams on by this week, so she shouldn't worry. Uh, if you're living in the same house with somebody that's eating a ton of asparagus, I would just throw it away. <laughs> I would also possibly make up a fake news story that there's been some sort of something going on with asparagus that's a good uh, that you shouldn't eat it. Yeah. There's oh, an idea tainted, as well. Because you, st- <laughs> you still you know, you still want the squirting on the face at all times. Oh, right. That's right. really the important part. Yeah, no, I think we can all agree on that sentiment. Uh Henry or Hubbard for final flex spot also wasted one on Najee Harris last night. Also, what's the perfect sex toy to stuff in Doug's stocking? Nice and tight in that stocking. Mmm, that's from Flocky the, the Smurf. Mm. That's how the text ended. I think, you know, the Najee thing is so upsetting. Warren got all the touches again. Uh, but Najee, she shouldn't have had high expectations against the Patriots defense, which is incredibly good. So sorry about that. It is crazy to think that we're asking Henry over Hubbard, but Hubbard has been getting more yards each week and more opportunity. So if you feel more confident with that offense that's trying to do something this late in the season, then go with Hubbard. Uh, you know, a toy, I would, I would probably say... You could just start with something really simple, maybe a flashlight, um, maybe some lube, or maybe some of those, you know, those balls that you put in your hand. You can also put in other places. They would fit nicely in Doug's stocking. I don't want any of that. (laughs) On the same topic, we were discussing in our uh, Munganass 7 o'clock hour, Lisa, and would it be okay to wear a butt plug during a flight you know, domestic or international, it doesn't really matter. Can you get through security with it right. in place? Could you get through security with it in place, and then would it be okay to ride around the entire plane ride with it in? Oh. You know, it's you, you are going to have to find out what the device is made with. If there's any metal in it, uh, then definitely it's going to go off, and you're going to have some questions to mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. You can wear it as long as you want, but the question is, what are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to be prepared that when you land on your trip, you can immediately be where you want to be to get in some anal play? Uh, oh. Is that what you're looking for? Um, I know I used to sit in traffic with it in on my way to set when I knew right. I was doing that style of a scene. Right. It's like stretching. Because then I w- yeah, it's just stretching it out. And I would sit in traffic and think, if this is the day I get in an accident, and then oh. somebody has to be on the news saying, you know, Lisa Ann was found in this accident. She was wearing a butt plug. Like, it was always a fear of mine, but I still did it. Right. But mm. then that butt plug, would the, the value of it would go up precipitously oh, if right. it was a, oh, a big yeah. news story. You they know? wouldn't really report that, would they, on the news? Local news would report well, if they're trying to but get viewers. Well, Colin Howard victim? is judging a dude over wearing a hat backwards. So, yes, oh. people would talk about this. Yeah, the okay. bar. Yeah, I, I think I think that got me tuned in. That's, oh. that's for damn sure. Uh, now, let's we, see. We talked earlier a few weeks ago about how I spent a, a first-round draft pick on Patrick Mahomes this year, and he's not having a, a Patrick Mahomes type of year. You think he's taking a step or two back, or does he just not have the receivers? I ask because we, we I, see Chiefs games here every week. They're played in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I agree with you. I did the same thing. I, I only did it in one league where I reached for Patrick Mahomes. And it was the first time I ever reached for a quarterback. And it's been such a letdown. I, I don't want to blame it on Patrick Mahomes himself. I believe in him and Andy Reid together. But the lack of weapons is a big deal. Uh, the adjustment was fine after losing Tyree Kill because if you remember, uh, they had Juju, they had Miko Hardman, um, uh, Sammy Watkins. Like there have been this this hodgepodge of receivers going in there, will be able to make it work. But I think these young receivers, Rice especially, you know, drops have been a problem. So now you're dealing with unreliable targets with one of the best quarterbacks. It's really affecting Patrick Mahomes' numbers. What's been helpful for Mahomes? 
is this is the best the Kansas City defense has played, if you ask me, since he's been quarterback there, which has been keeping the score down. I wish they weren't as good, Doug, because when the defense wasn't as good, Patrick Mahomes would go out in the second quarter and he'd put up like three touchdowns. So you'd be like, okay, look at all the fantasy points as a fantasy manager of Patrick Mahomes you're getting. But now that it's this like lukewarm play and they're just trying to win and they don't care if it's by two or three or are they even going to win, Travis Kelsey can only do so much. So I think it's a matter of Mahomes not having the consistent weapons around him to utilize. He just doesn't hardly ever throw deep anymore. And when he does, sometimes the receivers get mugged at the four-yard line with the game on the line. Seems like you have a problem with the officiating. Yeah, I did. I did. Do you have a problem with Taylor Swift going to Chiefs games and getting a lot of attention on the network broadcasts? I don't. I think this is, like, the cutest story. I mean, I love love. I think this is the greatest, like, years ago we had Tony Romo with Jessica Simpson. Mm. You know, there used to be celebrities with athletes. This was, like, a thing. Look at Brady. Um, But it's been great. It was also great reading Taylor Swift's interview in Time Magazine as she's the person of the year. She talked about how she's been missing this her whole life. Watching her in the box, Doug, and letting her – just watching her just have herself some fun, I imagine she lives a very structured life. I mean, reading this article, she does her entire playlist while running on the treadmill as a rehearsal so that she can keep up with the pace of her cardio while she's on stage dancing and performing. She manages this whole tour with her parents, doesn't have a manager or someone booking her tours for her. I imagine her life is pretty much all work. And so to see her at games just makes me happy because she's relaxing the same way we do by just watching a game. But she's got a little bit more of a vested interest because her boyfriend is playing. It seems like sometimes sometimes these pop stars, rock stars, you can get too big. Like Elvis, Michael Jackson, and Taylor Swift is in that dangerous category there where it's hard to – be normal anymore when you reach that a certain level of superstardom yeah but you know you you mentioned elvis and michael jackson who both had their own different things going on their own demons that they battled shall i say whereas i think taylor swift is just this wholesome you know the real female empowerment movement that we had this year between taylor swift the barbie movie beyonce's big tour you know women generated a lot of money in this country this year there are cities that have said Taylor Swift shows helped them fight the recession that they were dealing with and help their businesses get back strength. She's made herself, she's a self-made billionaire. She's got family and friends around her. She seems to be able to normalize with her girlfriends, you know, the things that she does to go out to dinners and do things. And without having those demons, I think it's a different balance, you know, without having like Elvis, the drugs, the alcohol were really the detriment to him, where I think she's in a much more stable environment and she's in control. She has pure autonomy over over all of her you know, events and things that she does because nobody's telling her what to do. And I think with Michael Jackson, Elvis, and other artists, they've had that pressure of a manager just forcing them out, doing this. She's only booking the shows that she wants to do. She regulates her tours, her music. She writes all her own songs. Like, she's just got complete creative control, and I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah, Hmm. I think that's a good perspective on the situation. Good morning, Lisa. Glorious two-parter here. One, we got Jonathan Mingo, Chris Godwin, Jacoby Myers, and Josh Downs to fill two wide receiver slots. What do you say? And then B, is it awkward that Doug always wants to wear a Santa hat, boots, and belt while shagging me reverse cowgirl? Thanks. Oh, I'll listen and hang up. Gosh. 
Love I love that Doug wants to stay in the holly in the holiday spirit. Well yeah. done, Doug. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I got Mingo, uh, Jacoby, uh, Downs. Who was the other one? Uh, Godwin, uh, Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers and needs two out of four. Yep. Right? Yep. I want to go with Godwin. I'm, we know that Mike Evans is getting all the targets, but I think that will balance out. Baker Mayfield is, is performing much better than we expected. And out of these other ones, you know, Jacoby Myers is that wild card where it's like two hit or miss for me, so I'm going to knock that one out right there. I do like Jonathan Mingo this week. My order would be Godwin, Mingo, or Downs, but no Jacoby Myers. Okay, there that is. Hi, Lisa Ann. Hawkinson or Ferguson this week? Also, do you know what it's called when a man makes a mess on another man's chest oh. and then they press their chest together ah. until it dries and oh. the chest hair sticks together like Velcro? Lousy question. Rory Pepperpaws. Oh. Rory, uh, you've just brought something new into my world. I could think about what that would be called and come up with something creative, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, Jackson, I mean, it, you could call it Velcroing, right? You could yeah. call it, uh, to, you know, making things last with a stick. Um, yeah. Icky sticky. You could call it icky sticky. We'll have to come up with something. Mm. I definitely... I'm going to go all in on Ferguson this week, the difference maker in this matchup. So play Ferguson. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, I'm going to go with the ties that bind us all. That's what the I'm going to call. Ties that bind Ooh. us all. Aren't you supposed to put a city or a state Jackson. with it? Like a, yeah, well, I didn't. Cleveland. Before I forget, I have a one-part question for Jackson. Yeah. Jackson, how was your date? Oh, the important question. It went very well. It went very well. Uh, we are going out again. Uh, so mission accomplished, uh, essentially. Yeah, great conversation. Uh, could really feel like, you know, you could talk to the person for a while. You know, I, 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 as far as, like, first date goes, it's about as good as it could have gone. And like I said, we've already set up a second date, which oh, is very exciting, really? very yeah. exciting. I was going to use your move, Lisa Ann, but I was in this situation, and the move I'm referring to is washing your hands. As washing your hands. Right before you get to the table. But we had to wait for the table so we went about like half an hour at the bar having a drink and talking it over. And I would have felt that if we would have sat down and I went and washed my hands, it would have been like, oh, like, is he like nervous, like a germaphobe that like we touched each other and now that we've... Yeah, yeah. Smart move. You played it right. You pivoted. Yeah. You, you called yourself an audible. Yes. And yes. I love it, but... I'm sure she's loving the hair because your hair has really grown in nicely, Jackson. You've got some nice locks. Like Joe Burrow might want to go to your stylist. Well, thank you, Lisa Ann. I very much appreciate that. Yeah, we've uh, we've made some real moves. Someone uh, the other day, I think it was Warson was wacko, said I have '70s disco hair. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, and kind so of, I yeah. uh, I said, well, if you would have seen me a year ago, you would have said something a lot different. So thank you, Lisa Ann. I very much appreciate that. And Plowsy, yeah. I haven't seen you eating anything since I've been on air. Did you already eat earlier? Yeah, I have my uh, two yogurts, my two crumb cakes already. So just set one in for a nice early lunch, probably at 11. I love how this kid can eat, Doug. It just entertains me. He's so tiny, and he can just put it away, and you're like, where does it go? 115 pounds. He's almost six feet tall. I think it's all muscle, though, Doug. I right. think you're... Sinewy. It's a sinewy muscle, muscular build. Right. Low man wins, and uh, no one gets lower than the plowhawk. Lisa Ann... Thank you, as always, for joining us. We love having you on. We love talking it over with you for Fantasy Football Fridays and the two-part questions. I'm glad that you don't have to do any more traveling for the rest of the, uh, the year 2023. and You can just hang out in Manhattan. And uh, we look forward to talking with you. Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to be off next week. This is uh, We're doing on-air business. Oh. We are off. Ooh. 
because our year-end awards are on Thursday of this week, and oh, so we are right. so we are gonna we're gonna probably get after a little bit, and so we'll be off Friday, but then uh, we should be back the following Friday, that Friday before the Christmas holiday, and we can talk it over and have a very festive holiday-themed Lisa and Fantasy Football Friday segment. Perfect. And I will be watching all of the clips that you put out on social media to see who of your uh, well, listeners win these awards. I know it's a fun event. Have a great time. Tie one on. And thank you for having me. Enjoy the games this weekend. Thank you, Lisa. Right, thanks, gal. Have a lovely weekend. That's Lisa Ann for Fantasy Football Friday. Two part questions left mm-hmm. and right. And uh, I guess a new, a new move was created. Uh, the ties that bind us all. I don't know if that's, that's too long. <laughs> It needs to be something catchy, and you have either a city or state connected with it. Yeah, you're right. It's like the, the Cleveland or uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it, figure it there's out. There's no such there's no such kink. So somebody's just making one up. I feel like there is a kink for everything. I feel like anything could be a kink, like coffee lovers' kink. You know, no. they do the coffee enemas. Doug, yeah. you ever done one of those? No, 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 I haven't. No, I would, I would. I know we don't kink shame. I would. Who's going to throw up on each other's chest and then press it together? That's no, not no, a no. kink. That's disgusting. Not throwing up. It wouldn't be a rainbow shower. It would be depositing. Yeah. A Velcro vest? <laughs> that's No, that's not bad. A Vermont. Vermont. Velcro, Vermont Velcro Mont vest. Montpellier. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go, Doug. Let me clear this up, too. Uh, Brock Purdy makes $890,000 a year and has one roommate. So. Oh, wow. So, now, why do you say that with such disdain? And turns his you head. You were crestfallen over that. I saw you had your hands over your face there for a while. No, What's like, that all about? We like to give proper information, so I'm just clearing that up. Why the, show, the show is known for its very detailed yeah. research and proper information. We like to be clean, crisp. Yeah. Why the hands over okay, the face, okay. though? What's that all about? My hands, you're looking at the... YouTube, you see my hands over my face? No, but they were for like five or ten minutes. When? You, said your, you had your hands like this over your face. Because... What, during the segment? Yes. I was just resting. I wasn't partaking, so I was just resting. Resting. Okay. Resting. <laughs> resting or cresting? Crestfallen. You were crestfallen. And the Chiefs gave up 420 total yards last week, so their defense hasn't been that great. This is a totally reality. Why Arizona are you to segment here. No, I'm just giving information. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I like the information. <laughs> Doug, it's news you can use. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Mm. Uh, news you can use just like uh, Jeff Lobman because he sells homes, Doug, and he'll sell your mm-hmm. home. And he has like a rhythmic little uh, rhythmic website. His last name's pretty rhythmic. Pile. Can I hear about Jeff Lobman? Sure. Jeff Lobman made the switch to Compass St. Louis because he wanted to help build Compass St. Louis into the number one luxury brand in St. Louis. Compass is the largest luxury broker in the world. And Jeff can do that because Jeff has been selling homes in St. Louis for 22 years. And in that time, he has sold over a half a billion dollars worth of homes. Jeff Lottman is online at J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. And with luxury, it's much more about the experience 
than the price. They treat all their clients the same way. Jeff Lottman of Compass St. Louis online at J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. If you are looking to buy a home or sell your home, work with Jeff Lottman of Compass St. Louis at J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's Jeff Lottman. Uh, Lisa Ann, Doug, she mentioned Stephen A. Smith. Uh We have a little audio from Stephen A. Smith. This guy, he claims he doesn't get horny, but seems uh, to be the opposite here in this clip. I think okay. it's called TNA. It's not the one with Barkley. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at Feel Like Simmons, right? BBL or natural? Y'all know what I mean? The big booties. That's what they're talking about here, right? What would I prefer? Well, natural. I would like to state this because it's very, very important. <clears throat> it's no secret what I have a proclivity for. <laughs> that has been the case all my life. Why does he always go bright? My adult life, that is. Um, I have no desire to be with any woman as flat as me. <laughs> to each his own. But if I got more A's and T's than you, nah. I'm on YouTube. I can say ass and but I just didn't feel like it. But if I got more of that than you, I don't need you. I really, really don't. I'm sorry. I just don't. Some level of voluptuousness has to exist. I want curves. I mean, you, you, you can have some up here. I prefer a lot back there. No doubt about it. Legs matters. Hips matter. I don't want you ugly, but you don't have to look like Halle Berry or Beyonce either. You understand? Strong seven. Strong seven. A strong sense. So it could be a two seed, but really a five seed in the East. A lot of upsets yeah. Yeah, yeah, No doubt. No doubt. Yes, with Stephen A. Smith. And man, he get, you're right, Diggs. He gets breathy, and it's hard to deny that the man, uh, he likes some voluptuousness. Then he said that was very, very important that he get that out there. And do I want a big one? Do I want a big one? I need some curves. I'm on breast milk. Yes, I like breast milk more than babies. Yeah, that's me. I need some curves. Rich Little. Hmm. That's good stuff. They Doug, yesterday they had the in-season tournament semifinals, so the early game with the Pacers and the uh, Bucks was on ESPN. Okay. The later game was the Lakers and the Pelicans, and that was on TNT, but they, they combined pregame shows with ESPN and TNT, obviously Shaq, Chuck, Kenny the Jet, and Ernie. Mm-hmm. They combined with Will Bond, Stephen A. Smith, Malika Andrews. And it was, I watched it and I said, this is a producer's nightmare. Because they were, they were doing it outside of T-Mobile Arena, where obviously the Knights play and where the game was being held. And there was like 5,000 people out there. And the sets are like 150 feet apart. And they're like yelling back and forth yeah. at each oh. other. Maybe nine people talking at once. Oh, it was, I was like, man, this is, and they, for the most part, like they did okay with it. But like if you're TNT, because the, the pregame show was on TNT, like, wouldn't you want your four guys exclusively? And not to mention you have, like, the best four guys in all of sports, let sure. alone. I just, it was, it was a, it looked like a producer's nightmare, from my opinion, because you're having to, like, do simultaneous pregame shows. Well, nothing's worse than having people talk over each other. Yeah. Because when you're in the room, you can kind of get through it because you hear. But when you're a viewer or a listener, you, you don't hear much of anything. Yeah. We have to watch that on this show. I, I have a 
tendency to interrupt people I know I think everybody like just out of habit but uh, and the problem is like when I'm in my different room like I can't see you guys and like so sometimes mm-hmm. like if Iggy wants to talk or you want to talk or you get close to the mic and you wait till the person's done but if I can't see that then I step on people eh. so you know what I do Doug yeah. when what? the ball comes to me I shoot okay I try not to you know I let the game come to me at least I try to yeah uh, but now I'm in the point guard role and so I'm dishing it out sure, all yeah. the eggs yes. all the dug in the corner yes plowsy down low uh, we have a clip of Stephen A. Smith and Charles Barkley. KG, is this from last night's thing? I believe so. Okay. I'd like to hear it. I don't right, know. Hit, what, hit I, didn't, I didn't cut this. I thought it was good. Hey, Ernie, can I say something? Uh, that's what they pay you to do. Well, I want to say this. Mike Wilbon. Yes, sir. Ma- Malika, you are fantastic. Wold, you know how I feel about you. <laughs> Wilbon, you've been my mentor. You've been my friend. I just want to thank you and Amara Rashad for always being there and giving me advice thank on my you. career. Thank you. Love and, you, brother. Hey, Bob, you know, I love you. And let me tell you something, Stephen A. <laughs> if you come over here with all that loud ass talking today, <laughs> <laughs> hey, this ain't first take. Uh, thank you. This tell ain't them, first take. This gonna be the first to ass whooping you take. <laughs> <laughs> you come over here with that loud ass talk. But I'm gonna tell you that. Wait. <laughs> I do like that. I do. I, they love. They love Stephen A. And man, Chuck and Shaq. Like you can't. The, the, not only do you have two guys who are like so good and funny, but they're all-time NBA greats. I mean, Shaq is one of the ten best players to ever pick up a basketball, and Chuck is a Hall of Famer, All 75 team legend himself. So, to have that combo, and then you look on the other side with ESPN, like Stephen A. is great, Will Bond, very good, Malika Andrews does her job very well, but none of those guys played. Like yeah. between Shaq, Chuck, and Kenny, those are <clears throat> NBA champions, mm-hmm. MVPs, legends. Just think if uh, Saudi would have given him what he asked, oh, he would have left and gone to live, live golf yeah. and not been on there anymore. Brutal. Oh God, that would have been that'd be a bigger loss than any of the golfers, in my opinion. Losing Chuck Barkley before all the basketball uh, games yeah. and all the other stuff. Well, knowing him, he'd probably do both. Does anybody do more TV commercials now than Shaq and Barkley? Oh. Shaq is... Kevin Hart's on a lot Kevin of them. Kevin Hart does a lot of them, yeah. Shaq does a whole lot. Yeah, Shaq is all over the With place. Whether it be so Papa Barkley. John's yeah. and, yeah, Barkley for sure, too. Well, you know, they're... Uh, Shaq is like... I don't know if you could find a more marketable athlete in the past 30 years than Shaquille O'Neal. He's got one name, one syllable that's synonymous yeah. across the globe. Yeah. He's a massive human being. He's an all-time great, four-time champ. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you could find someone more marketable in the past, maybe ever. Like, I, I truly don't know. And according to everyone on the uh, celebrity roast that he partakes in, he's hung. <laughs> Does that come to a surprise? Well, he's, what, a surprise he's seven, seven feet tall? Seven foot two. You think yeah, it was... wouldn't be a shock. But... I guess when you have a frame that big, you also needed the, the love to match. Because if you had just a normal size one, it would look so much smaller. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think everything's bigger as you, as you get bigger. What a take. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, I would think. I don't know. I, I don't know. I would I would I would think it's just me by looking at him in like tights. Tights. That Andre the Giant really isn't hung. Oh wow. He's like seven foot four, four five hundred pounds, and it looks TMA like he's got five. a tiny one. Hmm. Well, could he've had something maybe taped down or something down there for the Matches? We get taped down before every TMA live. You have to. Are you kidding me? I guess they could because they all kind of look like they're small. So maybe they are taping it down. You'd think one of them would be kind of big. Oh. All of them in those tights look like little nubs. Why are you looking down there? Well, you watch wrestling. Is it there. I mean, no, that's, I what they, that's what they dress in. 
Jesus, Strode, that's from Brian Henshin. Where's Larry when you need him? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. To whomever trolls Ken with Dillian AI calls, can you get him over the weekend? I enjoy those stories. It's from Cuck Knobloch. Has, oh, well, has Dillian called you calls. recently? I haven't talked to her in a while since last time I talked to her. You think maybe you'll speak to her this weekend? I don't know. If she gets drunk, maybe. <laughs> She's got to get drunk to talk that's to you? That's the only time. The oh, chicken and egg situation. Well, Would you ever call her? No, I have no need to. Why? Why would I? Because you're sitting there doing nothing. I can just text her say, how you doing? So if you enjoy the calls when she calls you, why don't you call her sometime? I enjoy it when she calls. I'll talk to her, but I don't need to call her. Hey, what are you doing? Because she, if she's not drunk, she's not going to answer anyway, probably. No. In between watching Velcro vest porn, I love watching clips of Chuck and Shaq. That's my dream threesome. That's from Rory Pepperpaws. who's having a very big 9 o'clock okay. hour, I have to imagine. Guys, could you imagine my ween on Shaq's body? That would look weird. That's from Daddy Be Cooking. Mm. I can't. Why is Ken obsessed with penis size? That's from Oil Can Boyd. We found out it was the Game 3 starter of the 86 World Series. Yeah, something like that. Obsessed. Yeah, I'm the only one on the show that talks about penis size. <laughs> Pretty much. Mark that for me, Kitchy. Yeah. Yep. Buddy of mine saw Shaq nude in the hot tub at a resort with a bunch of women. Dude stood up and he said he had an absolute hammer hanging like a <laughs> four-hander. That's from Greg Oden Stovepipe. <laughs> Iggy, how was, uh, how was X-Pac in the hot tub? He never stood up. He sat down. Ah. So, but he was nude? Yeah. Well, you have to. It was the hot, nude hot tub on the so nude you have. Oh, it's okay. So this is a nude. Is there a hot tub where you can be clothed? I guess on the prude side? On the prude side, you can. Now, who is X-Pac? He's a wrestler. Okay. And they're down there at Hito, too. Him and his wife were. She was very embarrassed. She was like, had her hands over her boobs, kind of like didn't want to talk. She was... Yeah. Couldn't believe she got dragged down there. Yeah. Can't believe that people were going to talk to her when look at her, so... I mean, I was standing right in front of him, kind of like my junk around his face. Oh, in his face? Yeah, Why? Was, well, he was sitting on the steps, and I was going to get a beer, and I just kind of stood there and talked to him, and I was right there. <laughs> oh, God. That'll ruin your vacation. Yeah. So is everyone, like, was there uh, dense thickets? I just have to imagine that everyone's got big old shrubs. No, you'd be surprised. You know, I mean, when I first started going, which would have been the early 90s, hey, you saw a few bush. And the guys, the guys, the guys really weren't shaving, and that's where I, that's where I first started shaving. Um, so I saw a couple of guys and guys. Why don't you just shave that? I said, all right. So went up to my room that night, take a shower, and I just shaved it all off. And I came back and said, God, it does looks bigger. Uh, but uh, most guys are shaved. There are a lot of guys down the wet bushes. That's nice. Progressive. <laughs> yeah, it is. There'd be no Velcro situation. Well, I think most of them are nudists, so they they know grooming is important. You know, if you're not a nudist and you don't go to the beach that long, you probably don't care. But, you know, if you, a lot of these people come down there are nudist and, you know, whether they're from Florida or whatever, they're always going to nude beaches. So they would rather have no hair down there. What percentage of people are nudist? Not enough. Eh, I agree. 2%. Not two percent. No way. Zero point. Yeah, zero one percent yeah. probably. No, two percent. If you take Florida, there's so many nude resorts down there, and it depends what you consider nudist. I mean, there's people that think just because I go to Hito and hang out naked that I'm a nudist. Well, you're a nudist while you're there, but I'm not. When, when you're, you're there, in, you're a nudist. Yeah. A nudist is you pretty much get naked everywhere you can, like you walk around your house naked all the time. Do you not? No. I never walk around my house naked. Um, now we've seen a picture of you and your skivvies, and that was in the yeah, reflection. Yeah, underwear for sure. Well, I just gotten home and I was getting undressed, and I 
Oh, I gotta take a picture of the spoon first. What? <laughs> <laughs> Buy the nickel for Why? every time I've been in that situation. Why would you feel like you had to take your clothes off and snap a picture of a spoon. I don't know why. I got, I got, uh, put my pants off, and I was walking in the in the kitchen for some reason, and then I said, "Oh, I'm gonna show this. I just did the just did the dishes. Let's show everybody how clean this spoon is." Cause it just. Well, weren't you sending a picture? Weren't you tweeting at a cat because he doubted that your silverware was clean? Yeah, and I just, I just saw it, and I said, "Oh, this will take care of the cat." I didn't know it was gonna be a. Well, it proved reflection. your point to a major level well, because you could see your reflection. Yeah. <laughs> I think Cat Post reposted that a couple of weeks ago for some reason on Twitter. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. That is a great picture. I just <laughs> got home, took my clothes off, and said, oh, i got to take a picture of well, this. At least spoon. I had underwear on. It would have been a big, well. Yeah, that could have been a, a real been problem been if you did. That's one thought I've never had when I get home. Yeah. Yeah, if you're looking thing. to acquire some more spoons, let me suggest uh, my financial advisor, Doug's financial advisor, mm. Joe's financial advisor, and so many of our listeners. That's, of course, the great Mark Hanna. I love working with Mark Hanna because, you know, you get on the phone call, you get on a phone call with him, and he's going to make a custom plan for you. He's going to learn about you, the individual, and then if you have to change things up, you're going to talk about a lot of different things, so many different elements of your financial future, but you're going to talk a lot about life as well because Mark really knows how to balance you know, the, the spectrum of, of money you can make and then happiness because they're both so important when you're talking about your financial future. That's why I love working with Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies and then Plowsy, the Illinois Recovery Center doing great work out there in Swansea, Illinois. Can I hear a little bit about IRC? Yeah, sorry. You're a good, big dog. The Illinois Recovery Center is dedicated to providing precise and authentic care to those seeking help and treatment. Whether you've made the life-saving choice to seek help on your own or you want to be prepared for the other end of an addiction intervention with a loved one, the chance to learn about addiction recovery is available to you at the Illinois Recovery Center in Swansea. If you or someone you know wants more information about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Com. And don't forget, you can check out their Facebook page as well for updates. It's, of course, online at facebook.com slash Illinois Recovery Center. It's Illinois Recovery Center, 888-472-9559, or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's the Illinois Recovery Center. Before we get to our design air, heat, and cooling email today, I want to tell our listeners to come on out next week. Thursday, December 14th, Hot Shots in Webster, 7 p.m. Please bring a new and unwrapped toy for Annie's Hope on behalf of our good friend Jay Randolph Jr. If you missed the nominees announcement, that was at the beginning of our second segment today. So if you missed that, go ahead and go back and podcast uh, TMA feed, TMA app, TMA website. You can find out if you were nominated for the Listener of the Year Awards. Even if you weren't, come on out. It's going to be a great time. A bunch of listeners hanging out. All of us will be there. It's going to be a super cool time. We're going to be off the next day. So we're off next Friday, the 15th, mm -hmm. so that uh, we can have some beverages with the listeners. It's going to be a really great time. So come on out. You can also sign up to be the TMA Listener of the Month for the month of December. That is presented to you by Milagro Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Get that final spot, that final month Listener of the Month competition. And finally... Open up your TMA app and use the code LAUGH 
to win tickets to Sebastian Maniscalco, who will be here December 14th, 2024. You can win free tickets to that just by entering and laugh to the TMA app. Super easy to do, and you can get a very sick prize. Ladies and gentlemen, the design there, heating and cooling, email the day. Well, you guys tried, but this email is about the time I realized senior citizens could get erections too. Silver Dollar City, mm. 1994. Uncle Skip's drinking buddy Tony had his eyes on the retiree working the giant pork rinds vat. Oh. Total hottie. Had a William Demarest thing going on. Mm -hmm. Even had the limp when he walked. Needless to say, Tony worked his magic and told him to meet him, told him to meet him at the fire in the hole ride. The park closed at nine. That arthritic, that arthritic man knew people, so they went on. The dew was smooth, and by smooth, I mean he took his dentures out and started the mouth play. All I remember is as they came out of the ride, Tony's legs were flipping and flopping like a banked catfish, to the point where Tony's Johnson got loose and sprayed them both with his beef barf. Didn't need it. Uh, that comes from Richard Shiner doing the dirty work. Richard Shiner doing the dirty work. He's new. To Ken Strode. Hi, my name is Phil, and I'm from AT&T, and we're reaching out to you in regard to a modem you will need to return to us. We sent you a replacement, we have not received it yet. It seems like that we did not receive a return, we did receive a return box from you, but includes both a faulty iPhone and nothing else. We, hold all, we will hold on to all of this as collateral, although the lock screen is a flaccid old man's dong, so we oh. find this highly inappropriate. If you could please return the modem or, or your account will be charged 150 each week extra for having an extra modem at your shanty. Thanks, that's Phil from AT&T. Yeah, it is. Phil from AT&T. Ahoy. Um, yeah, so great program. Even sans Timmy, you four dregs of HD2 brought the whitest of sizzling hot takes, burning the hair straight out of me ear holes. This ma'am, I mean. Speaking of that, I'd like to hearken back to the feisty butt plug talk of the 7 o'clock hour. Do any of you dainty boys know where a grown man slut might be able to get me grubby mitts on a new or gently used butt plug? Minor fissures or a spot on a dirt star stain shan't deter me as long as the price is right, because you know homeboy ain't finna pay retail. No. How do you do? Concerns, thoughts, no fool, and that's Lefty Jack Smear. Lefty Jack Smear ain't gonna pay no retail. Well, you guys, certainly on the air the last two days. It turns out that under intense scrutiny, Iggy Fest was reduced to just a simple list of bands that Iggy likes. Since it will be one and done and the city will lose all the cronky money as a result, here is my plan for TMA Fest 2025. Ween is the headliner, but opening acts include Cassie Moore, Acoustic Sessions, Joshua, Darren the lesbian stand-up comedian, Natty Nate putting Mo on blast, a foot fetish Friday highlight reel, Wern singing just anything, a flyover dropping newly printed trillion dollar coin into the crown, Pitbull, Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa, Caleb Williams, and Gigi Oak Forest launching a three-man slingshot, a homecoming dance, a tripping high hypnosisist? Hypno hypnotist. Hypnotist. Boy, the English language can be tough yeah, well, for me. Well, I can at times. A charcuterie board demonstration. A collage of good morning sunsets behind SGO Kai standing on a boat. Packing won't be a problem because I already procured exclusive rights to the loop trolley. It's finna be a pony. That comes from Shooter McGavin, the vice president of free HD2 advertising, but doesn't count as payola because I'm not a company. No. You can cross Cassie off that list, no doubt about it. All right, well. Still, still, uh... That's dead now? Oh, yeah. It took a turn for the worse this week. Oh, no. Oh, what happened? Is there a story here? I don't know if we have time for it, but we did, We got into we got it time. a little bit. What? We got time. Uh, I just... I, she has that fan account that I think she runs. Mm-hmm. And I just kindly posted, I miss her. 
and then it led to the fan account questioning, are you that fan that got an autograph and then Cassie paid for your drink? And what was that drink one more time to remind the audience? That would be a club soda. Thank you. Oh. I offered to Venmo her the $2 and uh, it just kind of got a little nasty and... She unblocked me to comment to me and then reblocked me. Oh, oh yeah. God, this is over. Screw you, Cassie. Oh, oh, man. You hate to hear this. If these you two kids so can't close. figure it out. So close. Yeah. <laughs> well, that one slipped through your fingers. Yeah. On to the next one. On to the next one, just like we're on to the next email. Guys, on a flight from St. Louis to West Palm with a quick stopover in Seattle and my remote-controlled vibrating butt plug nearly fell right out me starfish when I heard that I'm up for not just one, but two TMA end-of-the-year awards. My plan is coming together. When I saw that fraud part-time Cassie Moore simp walk out the award show last year with two plastic roosters and then end up getting hired to work part-time for TMA, I knew that I had to make my move. I'm willing to do whatever, and I literally mean whatever it takes to take home the prizes next week at Hot Shots. So, Jackson, I hope you like sitting courtside for the bragging rights game. Plowsy, I've got some of the stickiest of Vickies with your name on it. Iggy, move your old Playboys out of the way and get that bedroom sink slash bedside nightstand ready because I'm going to fillet you until the bottomless breadsticks from Olive Garden have no choice but to evacuate the premises. And Doug, mm. you're too kind and pure to do anything naughty, so I'll just say I'm putting in some calls to T-Mobile to get your phone situation resolved too sweet. I have no scruples. I'm the Connor Stallion of these nominees, and I'll stop at nothing to make my dreams come true of sending Circa Boy back to the barbecue pit so that when Iggy's winter vacations that everyone knows about come up, I'm the one getting the call. Prepare to rename that booth the John Burrow Studios because I'm a-coming. Yo, Pop Pop, you want to come work here? Blueberry Pop Pop. Blueberry Pop Pop. Stolen phone, huh? That sucks, but I've got my own problems. My wife's work Christmas party is tonight. Is there anything worse than forced interaction with your spouse's coworkers and their significant others that you barely know? I'd rather clean the hot tub at Strobe Family Game Night with my tongue than awkward small talk with strangers for five hours. I don't have hot tubs at parties. <laughs> Here's a taste of what lies ahead. Where do you, where'd you go to college? Oh, cool, cool, yeah, real cool, awesome. My uh, buddy went there, too. Do you know John Smith, class of 81? Oh, you graduated in 2006, so there's literally no chance you'd have ever met him because we, you weren't even born until 1984. Oh, I gotcha. Well, if you ever see him, tell him I said hello. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, I bet the boss is going to get hammered and make the same old speech about togetherness and family, even though we all know he cheated on his wife last year. And I swear, if that close talker Janet from HR tries to show me pictures of her cat dressed as elves again, I'm going to fake a seizure. Yeah. Her halitosis is bad enough, but she see, she always wears an ugly sweater that's too small for her beefy frame, mm. and everyone can see the stretch marks on her doughy love handles. Oh. No one cares you started a gluten-free diet or that you might be lactose intolerant, Janet. So for the help of God, so help me God, if Mitch from accounting mentions his Traeger grill, homemade craft bourbon, or his pickleball league, I'll pull the fire alarm. And I'm definitely going to stab the first guy that tells me about his fancy football roster. In fact, I might roll around in poison ivy so I can have an excuse to stay home. Hmm. Tired of it! JV golf coach. JV golf coach. And finally, another 707 kicking the balls to hear Jackson and not Tim running point. Fortunately, Doug and Eggy came loaded for bear with their grumpy old men routine. I have to say, in Doug's defense, there's an uptick in stolen items in transit in December because there's so much volume and thieving workers know everything just gets written off without any investigation. On that note, I wouldn't be surprised if a Randy delivery driver steals Iggy's butt plug. Speaking of butt plugs, TSA guidelines do not prohibit butt plugs, but you are strongly encouraged to wear a non-metal butt plug 
or else you will need to enter a private room, drop trial, and let the TSA agent inspect your hole. Oh. <laughs> knowledge. I'm happy to be nominated for Emailer of the Year along with JV Golf Coach, Blueberry Pop Pop, and Kevin Miller. Maybe you should have had five nominees to make room for defending champion Ellen Foley, a.k.a. Gunter, a.k.a. Dragon Slayer, a.k.a. Whomst is Bruce Falanche, a.k.a. Dale Estefan, a.k.a. Hey Barry, a.k.a. Ghost Rider to the Stars, a.k.a. Just a Guy in a Trench Coat, a.k.a. I'm running a bit late, so you guys go ahead and get started masturbating. Overall, good work with, from the nominations, but I couldn't help notice Jackson again shoehorning his friend Sweet Sweet Kai to newcomer of the year for the second straight year. He's a horse's ass for doing that. That's from Buck Swope. Uh, full transparency. I, Buck I, I forgot. Swope. Nice little email. Nominated last year. So Iggy just posted My pictures apologies. of himself in a Speedo. Where? On Facebook? Yes. Is that hijacking? Oh, I dropped that. Butterfingers Vaughn. Uh, Why would you do such a thing? Man, you are a, what a tight man you are. Why would you do that? Oh, it came up in my memories, so I shared them. Here's one with a curler in your head, yeah, you topless. Perm. You used to get perms. You used to get a perm? Oh, yeah. And then a Everybody speedo. used to get, my mom used to get perms. Is that right? Should I get a perm? Should we all get perms? No. Now, now that we're wispy? Yeah, no. I don't think anybody gets them anymore. It's a I shame. remember when I, last expensive, time I met. expensive, aren't they? Like 100 bucks. I don't know. Well, my mom did mine. The last time I met Stevie Nicks is when she didn't want to meet anybody. We had backstage to meet her after the show, and her assistant came out and said, I'm sorry, guys, Stevie isn't feeling well, and uh, so she's not going to be able to meet anybody tonight. And she came over to me and said, Kenny, how many with you? I said, just my sister and my friend. She'll see you. And I went back. I said, I hope you're feeling better. She goes, no, I feel great. I just got a terrible perm. I don't want anybody to come up and want look at me. <laughs> I said, you're just on stage. But you were so close with her, and you had these... Speedo picks. I just you couldn't resist. I just interviewed her the day before, night before. So she had asked me to come backstage. So, yeah. but she said she didn't want anybody back there talking to her that close to her bad perm. This well, is that, after she just performed in front of thousands of yeah, people who saw uh, the perm. Yeah, well, I guess in, on stage it's different. She probably had a little veil on, and but getting up close and personal and talking to her and see, yeah, that is a bad perm. Huh. Let us that. Uh, Doug, who you got for the design there? Hitting cooling email. Worn out for the last. Um, well, Buckswell provided us some nice little information mm -hmm. uh, about the airport procedures. So based on that, I'll vote for a fellow by the name of Swope. Buck Swope. Iggy. Uh, yeah, there wasn't much there. Don't oh, yawn. boy, you're so just so yawn. enthusiastic. Uh, I'll go Blueberry Pop Pop. Blueberry Pop Pop. <laughs> who will I vote for, Doug? My vote is going to go to Buck Swope. Oh, okay, all right. Buck yeah. Swope takes right. the lead for the month of December with three email wins in the month of December, ahead of JV Golf Coach by one, who has two wins, and Brian Henshin, the bowl executive, has one win. My apologies to Brian Henshin. I'm trying to filter and run point at the same yeah. time, and I might miss your email. That's my bad. Don't you think we should cut off the December emails at like the 11th or the 12th so that we can have a December winner at yeah, this? Well, for a, listener, for a listener of the month, we can we can talk about something like that. Yeah, I think we, we, can, we can have that. Well, again, we can have another internal discussion about that. Internal discussion. Yeah, we can do that in 12 months when it comes up again. Just do it now so that we have a full year. Yeah, well, then you're going to have to add another nominee. We're all going to have to vote again. Mm -mm. Oh, well, what a hassle. No, we'll vote. We'll, I'll, I, I can wait on that. We can figure that out. We can vote early. Uh, but that's going to do it for us today. Okay. On the morning after, we hope Tim feels better. Hope we are full strength by Monday. Uh, and uh, that's it. That's, uh, then next Thursday, our Thursday, December 14th, we will have our year-end listener awards. So come on out to 
Hot Shots in Webster Groves, 7 p.m. start time, and please bring a new and unwrapped toy for Annie's Hope on behalf of our good friend, Jay Randolph Jr. That's going to shut it down for us today here on The Morning After, presented by Brian Crouppen for Doug Vaughn, Darren the Plowkakins, Ken Iggy Strode, for KG Town, the Second Studios, for Tim, who is out today. I'm Action Jackson. This has been The Morning After, presented to you by Brian Crouppen, live from the Michelob Ultra Studios.